Hello everybody and welcome to Let's Discourse. My name is Lindo and I am the host of the podcast. Now, this episode is very long overdue. Actually, I tried to record it a couple of weeks ago, but I think I just stopped the recording midway because I wasn't feeling it. And so, you know, after a couple of weeks have gone by, to be honest, it might be only like three weeks. But after a couple of weeks has gone by, I think, you know, I want to take another stab at trying to do a review of the new telenovela that plays on Mzanti Magic called Deep City. Now, one of the main reasons why I stopped recording the last time is because I couldn't even recall the characters' names. So I was like, this is going very bad and I should probably stop doing it. But now, you know, I've watched a bit more of it and, you know, I think I can give an honest and nuanced critique of the show. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, the Mzanti Magic and the production company Bob Shelter announced that the popular show Isibaya was coming to an end. So when Isibaya came to an end, Deep City is the show that replaced it. It plays on Mzanti Magic Mondays to Friday at 8.30. It's a 30-minute telenovela that follows the lives of four young women who um, are just, you know, trying to survive as being young black women who live in an informal settlement that has predominantly poor folks, right? The sort of like main character of the show is um, a woman called Knox. She's one of the four women. So the four women collectively know, are known as Amarong Ten. That's like the name that they give to themselves, which actually is like another nod to um, just like black culture. Because if you grew up in a black township, especially like in the mid 2000s, the late 2000s, there definitely was a group of friends in your township that was called Amar- that was called Amarong Ten, right? Like every township had a group called Amarong Ten. And those groups, more often than not, were notorious for being, I don't want to say naughty, but also I don't want to say they were notorious for being criminals either. But, you know, they were notorious for not being the best people, right? A little bit of, you know, some small-time terrorists in the in the community. But the name Amaronten generally wasn't associated with good folks. And, you know, a nod to that because in the show, the four young women are from time to time involved in um, house break-ins. So, you know, they um, scout out families who families who live in affluent suburbs who are away for like you know on holiday or whatever and they rob their houses so that's like a nod to like the name Amarong Ten but essentially the sort of like main character within Amarong Ten the group of four women is a woman called Noxie. Noxie um, had two siblings Lungi and Usbusiso and they also live with their parents Omashenge and their dad I forgot his name sorry but the character is played by Hamilton Zamini who is an amazing amazing actor right so basically they live in that family unit and in one of their escapades going to go rob a house so the young brother of Knox, followed Knox to the house where they were doing the robbery the family came the family that they were whose house they were robbing came back early um whilst they were robbing the house and then the dad had a gun the father of the family had the gun and shot at the people who are robbing his house and unfortunately the bullet landed on Usbusiso who's Knox's younger brother so then he then dies and all of that happens like within the first episode of the show 
So now Nox is left with her other sister Lungile and their parents and obviously as a family they are grief stricken and Noxie did go to jail for five years um, because of you know that house um, robbery but then when the show starts off so when the show starts they do like that robbery as like the opening scene um and then she goes to jail for five years and then the, the rest of the story continues with her trying to integrate back into society and then the other three women within the wrong 10 one of them is U Sinentlantla. Sinentlantla is in a relationship with um a taxi driver called Sfiso. Sinentlantla runs like a small restaurant that sells um iscopo if you don't know what that is it's a cow's head it's like the meat of a cow's head so she runs like that small restaurant like very informal restaurant with a friend of hers and she has two children and she is actively being physically emotionally and mentally being abused by usfiso who's the father of her children and her partner and then the other character is U asanda asanda is a church lady you know a reformed criminal married to a pastor serving the lord we love to see it and then the other character is Ulerato. Ulerato started dating older, like rich married men. I know they were doing the whole Slay Queen um, narrative with Ulerato's character. Um, and I have spoken in a previous episode in a previous episode about Slay Queens and why that term is problematic. So if you're interested, go check that out. But essentially, they w- did like the whole Slay Queen narrative with Ulerato, and then. Um, her blesser found out that she was she had another boyfriend and so kicked her out and now she's back in deep sluid being poor again basically um so i I just maybe want to do like a quick good and bad what i liked and what i don't like about the show right so starting off with what i like and i said this in the episode before this um where i was talking about bet's isono there are a couple of shows in south africa where they get the writing of the characters perfect and i feel like deep city is one of those shows right and i can only mention like a handful of South African shows that i watch where i feel like the characters are well written definitely deep city is one of those characters where literally each and every single character within the show perfectly represents someone that you will find in dip city or any other black township in south africa right so also for context sake the show is set in dip city deep Sluit, which is also the name of the show deep, uh, deep city is like a an a poor area or majority of the people all the people really who live there are poor folks and it is an informal settlement so that means almost every house there is a shack right almost every house there is a shack the folks are poor they work like living wage jobs i mean noxie's mom works at like a dry cleaner um noxie's dad like helps out with like handy job um handy work of like fixing cars or fixing like other stuff um there's um someone who works there there's someone in the show uh Maketeza, who's a security guard but is also involved in crime um some people have Maketeza's wife owns like a small time bottle store and so like really everyone who's there looks lives and sounds like a typical person that you will find in dip city right and also like odd look word to the actors who play these characters because they play these characters to almost perfection i mean asanda for instance like the whole church lady vibe 
if you go to like any township in South Africa, like you'll find an Asanda there, right? Like, and and as much as I don't like the whole Slay Queen, you know, who's been humbled by a man trope, which is what they're doing with Ulerato. But in terms of Lerato's character, in terms of her mannerisms, in terms of her attitude, in terms of the way she speaks, in terms of the way she reasons and navigates life, it's very much like, you know, pulls directly from like real life people that you'll be able to find within South African townships, right? And also, like, Noxie's mom, Noxie's dad, um, one of their neighbors, right, who lives, like, across them. Just the way that they've written the characters and the way that they've sort of made them to fit perfectly within the context of Deep Sluit, that, to me, is probably the most beautiful thing about the show, right? They've been able to get that perfectly perfectly well because one of the gripes that i had with gomorrah which is another show that plays on Sensi magic is that the the show gomorrah is set in alexandra which is largely an informal settlement with largely like poor or working class folks but then the two main families in the show are like middle class right and they have middle class lives and middle class problems and live in middle class houses right and so i largely felt feel like that is not representative of the people who live in Gomorrah. Also, like the the um, so similarities between Gomorrah and Deep City is that Gomorrah is the name, is the nickname essentially of Alexandra Township. And it's also the name of the show. And Deep City is the nickname of Deep Sluit and also the name of the show, right? So both of those shows like do like that thing where the name of the show is the place in which it's set, right? But with Gomorrah, I don't think they do a great job of really reflecting the lives of folks who live in Alexandra. Whereas with Deep Sluit, I really feel like they do a brilliant job with reflecting those lives, right? So the characters are very well written. The casting is perfect. The setting is beautiful because like literally like you can literally feel like you are in Deep Sluit and you're watching the lives of people in Deep Sluit happen in real life. Whereas with Gomorrah, sometimes you even forget that this thing is sitting Alex, right? Like when they do that one shot outside once in a while, you're like, oh, Gomorrah sitting Alex. But you know, most of the time you don't really consider that. But with Deep Sluit, you with with every episode you literally do feel like you are watching the real lives of people who live in um deep sluit right so i i enjoy that i enjoy the writing i enjoy the writing of the characters i enjoy the the setting and i enjoy the fact that they are like very care they were very careful with laying out the characters and also i felt like they did a good job of representing the 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 different types of people that you are likely to find within a place like Deep City right so pretty much like so I don't want to say they've been able to represent everyone that is found within um um like those kinds of townships because they most certainly don't have in the story any queer characters and you know i'll always bring this up like you, there isn't a township where you will not find queer folk right whether it's outright um whether it's folk who are living their lives as queer people or you know queer people who are still very much adhering to a heteronormative life but within every township context queer folk are there for sure right and the, so the story doesn't rep- doesn't have any queer characters at all i'm not mad about the fact that there are no 
white people in the show because there are no white people or Indian people or colored people who you are likely to find living in deep sludge, right? So in terms of race, it very much does represent the people that you'd find living in deep sludge. In terms of just like personalities right they do a good job of representing that although as i mentioned there are no queer characters in the show so those those are like some of the things that i was really happy about and things that i thought they did very right now things that i didn't like about the show right and i think also this is a word to what i generally don't like about telenovelas in south africa is that the writing of like the storyline is very 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 lazy and unimaginative right so i know i just praised how they've written the characters and that's also the other thing right they've written the characters very well but then got like very lazy and unimaginative in writing the stories so like what are these characters doing right like what you know because it's a show that plays five days a week every week right they have to have these like little small story arcs just to carry you know the thing go just to keep the thing going right they can't have this like one major story arc excuse me and then they don't have anything to to give us for the remainder of like the season but the, i i understand that they have to have these very like small you know story plot lines within sort of the broader um um plot of the story but i really feel like the general plot all in all and the smaller plot lines within the show are just very boring like the things that they do there i'm like what's going on like why do you have to do this right because and all of it just seems very unnecessary to me right so so i want to start off with not start off but just to point out like a couple of things right so currently what's happening is that Knox's younger sister Lungile has been kidnapped and you know they did this like whole like storyline of her kidnapping and she was thrown into this like water tank and they kept filling it with water you know so that eventually it would like reach the top and she would drown and then Noxie has to like go looking and try and like save her sister and she had to, and she has to ask Mketeza for help like all of that to me does not serve the broader story of the thing and i just found it to be like extremely unnecessary because i don't know how it aids in the like broader story i don't know how it aids in the character development i don't know what they're trying to do with that plot line right like all of it just seems very unnecessary to me they did like in the beginning like in the first like two weeks they did like this thing where the the wrong tens the four women were trying to like start a business and umketeza kept destroying their efforts of starting a business because he wanted them to come back um into the life of robbing people's houses right and like by the time that happened like the fourth time i was like come on it's it's getting weird now you know and it's getting boring like can't you come up with something else you know like do something anything else you know other than these like very short repetitive also very unimaginative storylines right and so when you watch the story you are very much like captivated by the characters and to some extent you do fall in love with the characters but there's nothing to look forward to in terms of the story right there's nothing hooking about like the actual story that has been told and also i feel like that also chips away into the work that the actors are able to do because the actors are able to act you know they 
asses out and they're able to portray and be truthful and honest to the characters. But if the storyline is not helping you out, then at some point the story actors are also going to start slacking because the show is new right the actors are still giving us everything right they're giving us our they're giving their all to the characters but as things progress and if the writers don't improve on the writing of the story then the then the actors are also going to start slacking and they're not going to give their all to the character as well right but then also the other thing that and probably the last thing that i want to touch on which i don't like about the show is that there is so much trauma packing in deep city like you you there aren't there isn't a story currently on south african television where the characters are as traumatized as the characters were on deep city and it's only been going on for like three maybe four weeks now right but like each and every single week there has to be like this very big traumatic event that happens to the characters whether it would be um nox's family losing osmosis in the first episode to the trauma of noxy going to jail the trauma of you know noxy's mom um losing eighty thousand rand which she now has to pay back to loan sharks right and her almost losing ulungile her other daughter like that much trauma on the single individual is like really unnecessary one of the who's one of in the wrong, who's one of the ladies of the wrong ten is being like physically abused by her husband but she's not only being like hit but like he does like all sorts of you know like very violent physically violent things to her on top of him being mentally abusive on top of him being him being emotionally abusive and on top of that she's a poor woman who's trying to take care of two two young children and run a business right but then all of these like extremely traumatic things keep happening to her so i i I find that so lazy story writing from the perspective of writers as well that the only way that they are able to capture the imagination of the audience or the way the only way that they're able to capture the audience to keep watching is they just throw these continuously traumatic events upon the characters right like i get the fact that being black and poor and being a woman in south africa is on its own a traumatic event right and it certainly does bring like a a lot of events in your life that are very traumatic but the writers definitely go above and beyond in like packing all of this trauma onto the characters right as a means of building tension or as a means of of audience retention certainly it's not working on me because i have to take breaks from watching dip city right like on like a week i'll watch maybe like two episodes or i'll watch one episode a week because I, I I'm very uncomfortable with how much they're trauma packing in the show. And so I don't wanna get myself too invested in the show because I also don't don't enjoy like watching people go through traumatic events every week. Like and as I mentioned, I understand that black life in South Africa, especially as a poor person, is inherently traumatic. But there's absolutely no reason for the writers of the show to just constantly be packing all of this trauma in these people's lives, right? Because it certainly is not a realistic portrayal of the life of poor people because in as much as living in a township like that with characters like that around you and with south africa and with south africa's history right like i understand that that setting is already traumatic but the reason why i say it's not 
fully representative of people in townships because if you know if you've lived in a township you know that within the trauma of being black and poor in a South African township those people find pockets of joy and they find pockets of you know fulfillment and the show doesn't portray the ways in which these people find joy in their very 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 messed up lives right and so the fact that they have the, the fact that the writers have absolutely no interest in showing these people have some semblance of joy, some semblance of contentment, some semblance of, you know, I'm, 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 not that I'm okay with the situation, but like I'm going to find some sort of joy in this. But they just like keep packing all of this trauma on top of these people, right? Because, and I'm not saying that they must now write poor people as these happy jolly individuals who are so happy to be alive right like i'm not saying that but it's it, it gets very tiring to go to have to watch these people constantly traumatized on television for no reason because it also it's not the story is just not interesting so it really just ends up look like you're just like packing trauma on people so that's like the that the one thing that i not the one thing but the other thing that i don't like about the show is that it feels very much like trauma packing so i would really like the writers to think of other things other storylines other yeah essentially like other things that can happen to these characters which don't have to be traumatic but also don't have to be like moments of like great joy right yeah anyway those are my thoughts on the the show deep city all in all it is worth a watch but you it is worth a watch for now also because it's new but i don't think it will be worth the watch two three months from now anyway i hope you enjoyed this episode thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you in the next one bye